You're now listening to The Bad Guy Radio production of Black and White Featuring Justin Lee Ken W.O. And Junior your boy And your King boy Mac. King Mac What's up King Mac, I appreciate it What's up King Mac, I appreciate it What fucking world am I living in today? Yesterday, I had Yasmani Grandal leading off as the DH, and he's the worst hitter on my fucking team. The last 48 hours, I see these animals on social media going from Ukraine flags to rainbow flags. Like, oh, you motherfuckers just forgot about the Ukrainian war that you was just shifted all of my taxpaying dollars to, you pieces of shit. I had an epiphany today. You know, I'm the egomaniacal guy on Bad Guy Radio. But I looked at myself in the mirror. All the good people telling me to keep stacking fucking shelves just because I work in retail. I'm a black guy as a minority on the internet. My thoughts don't matter. They only look at my color when it's time to help black people as a charity. This is the world I live in. I wake up every fucking day. Where does it fucking end? I'm a little child running fucking wild on the south side. This show finna be fucking off the hook. I got my boys Mac, Junior with the good glasses, and we finna get off the hook with Tommy Hook tonight. So Tommy, I'ma ask you, why the fuck is my TL so trash? Listen, listen, guys, thanks for having me on. Um... I, so I got two reasons why I have two reasons why this 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 your Twitter timeline sucks absolute ass. Uh, number one, the update blows. We could all agree on that. Number two, it's because and I'm I'm a I'm I'm a I'd say probably ninety percent of my followers on Sox Twitter are, are are from Sox Twitter, and I don't think I've ever seen people talk about a political divide in this country. I think the White Sox divide in Chicago is absolutely insane. I, 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 I still cannot figure it out. Apparently Jose Abreu is the worst player on the Sox. Yasmani Gondal is the best player on the Sox. And, uh, and Tony La Russa obviously is the worst coach ever, ever to put on a uniform. So I, listen, I'm not saying I'm some, some baseball savant, but sometimes I, I, I question whether or not I even know baseball myself. You can say it, Tommy. I just don't get it. I, I don't just get it. don't fucking get it. I don't get it. It drives me nuts. It drives me nuts. I try to stay off Twitter during the Sox games because of it, man. I try to avoid Junior when the Sox play. You know, he's a <laughs> real pessimistic asshole that brings the mood down. Junior, how you feeling about your boy Kopech tonight? I'm doing good, William Shakespeare. That intro, if you would have had another rhyme or so, it would have been fucking great. Thank you. Kopech fucking shit the bed. What do you want me to say? He looked like dog water. There's no way around it. He couldn't do shit. What did he give us? Three innings? Two innings? Gave up fucking five earned? This is what it is. This is worst start of the season. You pieces of shit. You and King Mac were telling me he was better than my boy Cease. Talking he is about better than Dylan Cease. Dylan Cease's mental makeup. Look at the he's, man he's, bun falling a fucking part north of the border. Because Tommy. let me tell you what. If, if, Dylan, if Dylan Cease would have had bases loaded like Kopech did, he gave up 19 runs. If 
was a fifth. Kopech gave up one. Whatever. You be, you know you'd be saying if, but all I hear from you is if Mankata this, if Mankata that. <laughs> That's all I ever hear from you. If Mankata, I muted Mankata, my own mic if, if, so I can't respond to yeah, that. If if Mankata ever became something, maybe we'd be a good team. Maybe he'd yeah. be the savior. How many platinum records you got, asshole? About as many as he got. Man. Hey, listen. We we touched on this before the show started, but um, we talked about I I talked about Giolito not being an ace, and 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 the reason being is because I you can't an ace does not they have to have more than two pitches. Michael Kopech right now, he only has one pitch. I mean, his slider his slider is not a good pitch. And and in my opinion, I mean, I, I watch this guy. I watch this guy throw. And obviously he's he's got some late he's got some late jump on his fastball, but I mean until he develops a second pitch, I, I don't know if he's reliable. And until he develops a third pitch, I I certainly Junior I don't think he's better than Dylan Cease. That's all I gotta say. Fucking insane. Uh, I think he's definitely better than Dylan Cease. I mean, wow. you think you think he's got better potential, or you think he's better right now than Dylan Cease? The numbers say he's better right now than Dylan Cease. You know, I mean, the numbers say Grandal the best catcher in the league. The yeah, numbers don't say that. That's, right that, now. that's what that's what your friends be saying on Twitter. So <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Justin, you're giving you're giving in, Justin. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> you look at uh, Kopech numbers before this start; they were pretty elite. And I mean, after this start, he still probably have a sub three ERA. So. No, no, I, I, I think, I think Kopech has. Uh, listen, I think he's got potential. I, I think, I think he's got ace potential, but he, he's got, he doesn't have a changeup. Um, his slider when it, when it isn't on, and I, listen, I don't have, I'm not looking, I don't have fangrafts in front of me or anything like that. But, but when his slider is not on, and it seems like it's off more than it's on, it, it's not, it's not hard as, as a big league hitter to sit, sit on ninety six. You know, I mean, I agree. With I, that. I love Kopech, though. Yeah, I agree with that. But it's you know, just talking numbers wise, this year oh, yeah, he's been yeah. better than Cease. I mean, his start, both of his starts against the Yankees, was better than what Cease did, and uh, yeah, his starts against good teams have been pretty solid too. Whereas yep, yep. Cease has been just absolutely uh, trash against good teams. So. The White Sox are trash against good teams. Yeah, yeah but Cease they, they were against trash against good teams. good teams last year, too. You know, Cease is definitely trash against good teams. I think somebody said he had like an 800 OPS against good teams. I mean, yeah. Yeah, well, he a good hitter, so he probably got an 800 OPS on that side, too. <laughs> As a matter of fact, the numbers-wise, I think Dylan Cease is in Babe Ruth territory. They said he okay. had an 800 OPS against Cease, man. Well, your boy Michael Kopech, he shit the bed against the Blue Jays tonight. The next time he get a chance to pitch is next week yeah, against the Dodgers. So we're going to revisit this shit. Yeah, we revisit. I like Kopech, though. You when know. we get swept by them, too? Yeah. Uh, we haven't got swept by the Blue Jays yet, but, I mean, it's a possibility. I don't it's know. on Vlad, the horizon. Vlad, Vladdy just hit a ball back to Chicago, so. Yeah. Okay. Who's, who's on the bump tomorrow for Toronto? Is it Manoa? Yes. Alec. Yeah, I mean, he he might be he might I mean he, he's he's going to be in the 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 AL Cy Young race by the end of the year. I well, I mean, well, he's in it's, now, well, it's 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 game three of the series, which is going to end the series tomorrow. So you yeah. know Tony's putting out the fucking D plus lineup, so it really don't matter. No, no, 
I mean, yeah, he'll punt on that. It's not really all your a all your players are D plus. It's not, it's not really an A plus lineup you can put out there. How Honestly. dare you say that, Mac? How it, dare you? You know what's funny, yeah. man, is uh, what people need to realize is like the White Sox are dependent on young players who we're still talking about their potential. You're still talking about the potential of Eloy. You're still talking about the potential of Robert. You're still talking about the potential of Cease. You're still talking about the potential of Kopech. Um, really, the only veteran players that you got that you're not talking about the potential of uh, players on is Anderson, Abreu, uh, Grandel, but he's not playing well. Maybe so, Pollock. Yeah, you know? AJ Pollock. You know, everybody else. Vaughn. Yeah, no, Vaughn, you're still talking about potential. You know, he's, he's not a yeah. veteran or put together a full solid year yep. yet. So you have to understand it's very rare with championships teams that you have a roster mm-hmm. That you basing all of your hope on potential on. So are you, you saying have, they are you saying in the past years they should have went out there and got a star veteran? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I mean, I don't think one one star veteran maybe. Would, would help. You maybe know? maybe there was no point in paying Luis Robert and Eloy Jimenez that money when we already had him for seven years of control. Fucking paying my boy Johan Moncada. Uh, paying Moncada. I'm gonna be no. honest, Luis Roberts, that was a smart move. Especially what? just looking at his his athletic ability. You must run his TikTok. Here's here's my thing. You have him for seven years. Why are you gonna pay him for eight for that one extra year when when this core is no longer together? What the fuck's it matter? Because you talking about that one extra year, if he reaches his potential, could cost you hundreds of millions of dollars. <laughs> and and whether he reaches his potential or not, they're not gonna pay him. So. When his contract's up, he'll be 30, that's 31. Why you, that's why you do that contract, because you get one of his free or, or you can say, you know what, we're going to go for this with seven years, and we're going to take this AAV of Eloy, Robert, and Mankata and give it to a Manny Machado, give it to a Bryce Harper. God, I mean, if only we would have signed about, Bryce about and filled that right field hole. By time, by time any of those guys signed the contract, the the uh, Machado thing had sailed. That was, a, that was a done deal, you know, so – well, and what did what did Robert sign for? It was it was it was not was it eight for ninety or was it seven for ninety? Eight for too much. It was like eight for ninety. Which is, yeah, that's I not mean, too much for his his ability. There's, there's there's no point for that. There's no point. Well, well I mean, point even for that. you, you, you got to think if he reaches his full potential, his yeah. arbitration numbers is going to be ridiculous. Yeah. It, it, you during just, his you last just, three years so, arbitration, so, he probably makes sixty. Uh, he he, I, I, that's probably a wash. I think I think pay, paying Robert does two things. Once one, it, it, it it's going to end up saving the Sox money long term. I bet um, with his art with his arm numbers. <laughs> hey, they two, keep, they keep playing this way. They're going to end up trading him in three years. Yeah, so. I, I I hope not. Um, I th- I saw Justin's tweet earlier. What do you, what do you say? The the only what do you, if if we don't have a fire sale by July, what? Yeah, if we don't blow this shit up by July, we'll never be competitive again. And and, and, and just to what up. you said, Tommy. You know, you said sixty million in the last three years at arbitration. He's he's slotted right now to make fifty five million. So, what was the point of that deal? Well, and I was going to say that. Well, the, the second thing there too, and it's not like I mean, listen, this could be a long term thing too. I mean, it, it does say a lot when you when you commit ninety million dollars to somebody, especially towards the end of someone's contract. I mean, I'm not saying that Jerry is he's never forked over a hundred million dollars to a player ever, but I'm just saying if 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 you're willing to fork over ninety million dollars and 
possibly overpay for someone early on that does that does show that your commitment to a player. Yeah, I mean, but why? But why are we giving this money to people who haven't showed you a damn thing on a major league field? I mean, well, Robert is smart. Robert rookie season, he won a Gold Glove. You talking about if a guy goes, to, if Robert goes to art and he just have the numbers, okay, he's but putting but that's up not now, fair because that's going to be plus more than ten million plus, bro. We did the same. We did the same thing for Eloy. Eloy won a Silver Slugger last year, the year before, and everyone dogs him. Hi, mom. So, so why are why are we going to make? <laughs> Why are we going to make an excuse for Luis Robert? Because he's just like Eloy. His ass can't stay on the damn field because we look at him and he just. You're right about that. Though. Like, you are why, right why, that. why? Nobody, why make, nobody is making an excuse for Robert. People are saying yeah. it was smart to make that deal with his but, talent. Let me ask you something, man. Robert talent level and Eloy talent level is totally different. Robert is an all, you can say is an all around player, a true 5 2 type player. You can't say yeah, that about Eloy. He does not stay on the field long enough to even deserve that. Money. Hold on, no, Junior, let me ask, let me ask Mac this right now. Right. Mac, do you think the White Sox will get their money's worth through Eloy's contract where he signed right now and Luis Roberts, Luis, where they signed? Are they going to get their money's worth? Is those contracts going to pan out the they way gonna get, we need They're going to get their money worth with Robert. Yeah, not if the yep. team ain't winning. His, his his if the team winning and his performance have nothing to do with whether that was a good contract Correct. or not. Correct. He's yeah. you, you can't say one guy this one Correct. guy can carry exactly. the whole fucking entire yep. team. Ma- Ma- Max right. Yeah. Man is carrying you carrying you this year. Not really. They, I mean, he's carrying the offense to an extent, but they still was below 500 or at 500. So you can't say he's carrying the team. Baseball is a different game. It's very hard for one guy to carry a baseball team. That's very rare. You only seen that maybe three, four times in the history of baseball. Maybe Bonds. You, maybe you could say Bay Roof. Maybe you could, you could say Bonds. Maybe you could say Mookie Betts in the World Series in 2020. Yeah. Uh, uh, Willie Mays. Uh, yeah. Bob yeah. Gibson. Yeah. Rare. It's rare, bro. Yeah. It's not. It doesn't okay. happen. So, Tommy, let me come to you with this. Maybe yep. the Sox aren't good enough to have more than one player carry the team. We've seen Tim Anderson carry us at a point. We've seen uh, Old Trusty carry the team in run production at one point. The White Sox don't have enough of those guys to no, where they, they, can, they, do. they can switch the load off. They no, do, but they they're do. the most inconsistent motherfuckers in baseball. To where they're, no. not, they're not all hitting at the same time. So so he, he, here's the deal. So they, they do. They, they have far more than enough star potential for one guy to get to pick up the offensive load for a week or 10 days at a time. Right. And that's just offensively, but here's the deal with the number one issue this year is not inconsistency. It's, it's health along with inconsistency as well. Like that, that'd be, that'd be number two. It, cause, cause as it stands now, even with all the health issues, let's put health aside for a second. The number one thing is, is like, okay, this, for the few times the Sox offense has rolled this year, right? Starting, what, 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 what's happened? We've had either dog shit base running. We've had terrible defense, you know, inconsistent bullpen, um, you know, work or, or starting pitching issues, right? The issue, the issue is once health is back, once, once, once Eloy's back, once Moncada's healthy, once TA is ready to roll, and everyone's going. I, I still, I'm still not extremely confident in the Sox putting a full baseball game together consistently, and that's scary. Like I, I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually real nervous about it. 
Okay, so you said you said like injuries, right? Like that's the Sox problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because some of our best players have been injured every year for the last four years. So what's different between nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, and this year? Maybe, maybe I I said it back in December. Just about every good team in the American League got better, and the White Sox didn't. They were complacent, didn't put money where it had to go, and now I they're agree. putting out they're putting out a shit product. Every single contending team in the American League got better. And Rick Hahn sat there with his dick in his fucking hand and do, didn't do a damn thing. He said, you know what? We're going to go get Graveman and Joe Kelly and put him in a dick bullpen. Dick in your we'll hand be- and you get Reese McGuire. How about yeah, that? Yeah. <laughs> well, you got to go get We're going to go get, we're gonna go get Graveman there. and we're going to go get Kelly. We're going to put them in the bullpen when we don't even need them. Oh, cool. We get A.J. Pollock. His ass can't fucking stay healthy. So what's the difference? Are the White Sox? I think the difference is the White Sox just are not good. It's it's really Listen, that simple. Junior, I, I I just I was talking with a friend yesterday or two two days ago about this, and I rem- remember the 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 Twins offseason. Everyone laughed at him because they signed Correa to three years, hundred mil or whatever it was, hundred twenty million, whatever it was, and then they 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 acquired Sonny Gray and and Gary Sanchez. Everyone laughed at them, right and. You look at those guys, and again, I know, I know, we all think the Twins aren't legit, and that, that's fine. But, but they are twenty-eight and twenty-one, or twenty-nine, twenty-one, whatever the record is now. But those four dudes that they acquired are are are, are actually making serious, you know, contributions to the team. And obviously, Correa has been a little bit banged up here and there. Sonny Gray's a walking injury too. But, but those four guys, like you said, Junior, at least, at least, I don't even know who the, who the Twins GM is, but. At least, at least he's gone out and and made some kind of effort to to better the Twins this year. I couldn't say that for this offseason last year with the Sox. Yeah, I mean, Rick Hahn, he he made a miscalculation. He felt like uh, it was easier to accumulate wins through the bullpen. That was yeah. that was his yep. bet, which it turns out was you're the actually, wrong bet. You're, you're actually wrong, Mac. He made miscalculations, plural. I'm just oh, saying. I mean, he, he, made, he made more than one Three fucking S's? mistake this offseason. I mean, he de- he de- <laughs> he decided to spend his money on the bullpen. So to me, that's you know that was the mistake. I can't say I'm what's, not going to say because he signed three bullpen you, guys. You those three you, mistakes. You lie in the bed you make or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. You you you. Uh, what is it? You lie in the bed you make it or whatever it is. No, I'm yeah, sleeping on the couch. I wouldn't fucking. Yeah, know, I was gonna say. I don't think I don't just based on the sounds. It's I don't think we're a cliche podcast here. I think, you know, the White Sox just, people have to look at it as far as, like, you just may have overrated a lot of these players. I mean, yeah. you, you may have overvalued a lot of these guys. You may have overvalued Mankata. You may have overvalued yeah. Grandel. You may have overvalued uh, Abreu. I mean, not Abreu, I'm sorry, Eloy. You may have overvalued a lot of the young talent that you was expecting to uh, produce at a high level, man. You know, Zach Collins, uh, Carson Fulmer. I mean, Look Zach, at all the fucking I, I mean, Zach Collins, draft. I don't think. How many, how many fucking draft picks? Not just how many first round draft picks have been wasted? The guys we don't ever well, see. He's not. A, he's not. A, he, I mean, Han is his draft strategy is not good as far it's as cool. like. It's fecal matter. As far as taking uh, relievers in the first round like he did with uh, Gary and Birdie. Okay. Yeah, that, that doesn't. The good life of Zach and Birdie. Yeah, that <laughs> fucking took fucking Birdie and Collins in the first round in the same draft. I mean, like, that was, that was, that was a horrible that. draft. That was a terrible draft. None of those guys, none of those first round picks 
he had two of them on the team anymore. He Not even with the organization up, uh, anymore. He passed up both that year. He could have had Bo Bichette in any one of those picks. Uh, he passed up uh, the guy over there in Seattle. Gallon? Uh, no, Lewis, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Kyle so, Lewis. Yeah, Kyle Lewis. So, I mean, he could have hit two home runs on that. And then the year with uh, AT, Alec Thomas, he could have had him. He could have technically had both uh, Jared. Which I mean, that wouldn't look good now, but at the time, Kalenic was a powerhouse prospect, and then he could have had Alec Thomas too that year. He could have had yep. one in the first round, one in the second round. He didn't do that. A lot of the problems is he seemed to be in love with bullpen guys. You know, he drafted Birdie. He drafted, he drafted uh, Crochet over Ed Howard. Yeah, so I think a lot of it's just his strategy. Like if you look at the White Sox best players. Tim Anderson, he's athletic. Robert is athletic. Um, yep. Those have been the guys, I guess if you want to include Moncada, since people claim he's elite, he's fairly athletic. Those <laughs> have been the guys that have been successful for the White Sox. So I don't know why he didn't continue with that strategy. And if he had, he would have had some better players on his roster right now. Like I said, he could have AT, he could have Bichette. Yep could have a decent uh, amount of uh, pretty solid talent if he had a winning yeah. that route instead of going, you know, heavy on <laughs> guys with no position like Berger. Um, Yerm- well, he, he, drafting he didn't draft Yerman. Oh, he didn't draft yeah. Yerman. Drafting Sheets, Berger, Collins, all these guys had the same profile. They don't have any position, really. They're positionless. And the only way they could be elite players – was if they had very, very elite bats. And right Hitting, now, yeah. those guys have average to below average bats. The only one who seems legit Vaughn. bat-wise is Vaughn, who has that same yeah. type of profile. So, Well, so, so all right. So h- how do we – I mean, what do we expect? I mean, so what are we in now? We're, 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 are we 23 and 25 now? Yeah, two games below yeah, five. breathing down your neck. Okay. So, so we're 50 games in, right? I mean, what do we do over the next 110, 115 games here? I, honestly, like, I mean, I mean, are we, I, I, are we just trying to stay afloat to the to the All Star break? Try I mean, not to suck. Honestly, though, I mean, I don't I mean, know. They're not even enjoyable to watch. They're not even enjoyable to watch at this point. I, I, do, I, 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 I do not have the. I agree with you. I do not have the feeling I did last year where I'm like, fuck, I cannot wait to get home and watch this team at yeah, seven o'clock, yeah. six o'clock, or anything like that. It's at the point now to where it's like all oh, the socks are on. It's right, a job. It. It's yeah. a job to it's, watch them, man. And yeah. and and it, and it sucks. I mean, you, I, you know how many times I've turned them off this year. I mean, damn. It's, I, I, no, I'm serious. I mean, I, I listen. I could either watch that or I could, you know, re, you know, do a rerun on Sopranos. I mean, I'm running. I'm going to Sopranos every time. Um, <laughs> no, I listen. I, I just the between between the bullpens inconsistencies and, and between. I mean, between the offensive inconsistencies, which are just atrocious. I mean, hitters counts guys, guys, you know, flailing at three, one pitches out of the zone. We got, we got the, the base running mistakes are just fucking ridiculous. And, and the defensive, I mean, we look like, we, we look like a 10 year old baseball, the travel baseball team. Yeah. We, we, we cannot play defense. Yeah, it's, not, it, it's, it's horrific. It's nothing you can do when your best players are. Basically no, I know. Like, garbage. I, know. I mean, 
You got Moncada who's giving you nothing. You got Grandel who's giving you nothing. Yep, I agree. Um, yep. Only guys who giving you anything is Tim Anderson, Vaughn, and uh, and Abreu. and Abreu now. Yeah, you know. So when you know, you, and and Abreu, and Abreu was grinding. I mean, it was easy to see during the year. And 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 I'll tell you what, I don't know about you guys, and I know I know you guys. You know, Justin's got him as old trusty, and but I mean, people wrote him off three weeks into the season again this year. And it's been this way for five years in a row. Five fucking years. What what's the deal with that? Because they 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 uh, announced, I believe, after the twenty eighteen season, that Abreu was in decline. Yeah. So they have to the the experts have to make that uh, a correct statement. You know, they said he shouldn't get an extension, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But I said this last year. The White Sox are going to have problems because they don't do the little things that allow you to win baseball games consistently. They don't run the bases right. well. That's right. They don't play defense well. Uh, they don't do situational hitting well. All of those things showed and reared his ugly head in the Astros yep. series. And then yep. we also seen that Giolito ceased Kopech to a stint all of them didn't perform well under pressure against the Astros and the ALDS. We've seen yeah. that. Um, yeah. It's nothing that Han can really do to fix that because of them all his core guys. So what you going to do? How you going to get rid of How you going to replace all your core guys that you're depending on? You can't. So he need those guys to perform. He need Moncada to perform. He need Eloy to stay healthy and, and perform. He need Robert yeah. to perform because yep. – those are the guys he pushed his chips into the center of the table and said, I'm all in on. A hundred percent. There's a it. chance if they don't go all in in the next year or two, he's going to be all out of a job. He, he should have been I all mean, out of a fucking job a year ago. I'm not, I don't know. I'm not going to say a year ago because they made the playoffs, but to me, right. Listen, this I thought I thought this year, and it don't look too pretty, I thought this year was pennant or nothing. At minimum, like at minimum, you had to make an ALCS appearance. And well, you needed to win it. You needed to win a fucking playoff game. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. I don't. I don't. Uh, like to me, going to the playoffs. Honestly, as a fan, every, that don't really mean nothing to me. You play extra games. No. Yeah, it's all about winning the championship. And yeah. uh, I think with Han, he just for whatever reason he, he makes the wrong bets. You know what I mean? Like this year, glad to be at the table. This year he bet at, he bet on the bullpen mistake. Last year he basically did the same thing. He traded magical for a bullpen guy, which was uh Craig uh, Kimbrell. So he loved he loved bullpen arms, which is obvious. Hey, you, you know who else he traded? You know who else he traded for? Who actually pitched today? Actually had a nice game. The the Cesar Hernandez trade. We traded away Connor Pilkington, right? Mm-hmm. Pil- Pilkington, I was watching him today. I think he had six, it's seven K's through, you know, four and a third innings or something today. As a as a left handed arm, he had he has three pitches, you know, fastball, a nasty like twelve six, eleven five. You know, Tommy, breaking Tommy, ball, Tommy. Uh, I'm gonna respectfully ask you to shut up and please do not bring up anything about about Rick Hahn trading. The people he's never seen play because he's never seen Fernando Tatis play and look no. who the fuck he is. Please, I don't. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pretend what you just said is was hey. never said. Hey, but you know what? He 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 probably has never watched any of them play, but his scouting department sure did. 
And clearly they're not good at it. They're not good at their job. No, no, they're exactly. Fucking blind. Hey, 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 I agree with you on that. I mean, if if we're trading, I mean, again, what, well, what do we need? He's not good at listening. Maybe that's the problem. No. Or he might not be good at trusting his staff. I mean, he traded Marcus Simeon. I know you're having a bad year this year, but he traded Marcus Simeon as well, who had two MVP caliber seasons after he was traded from the White Sox. So I think he just make bad bets, man. I think everybody labeled Rick Hahn a genius early on as one of the reasons he got in the seat as fast as he did way back in 2012. I think he didn't know how to work under Jerry parameters as far as the amount of money Jerry was willing to spend. And, you know, he didn't know how to fill holes because when he took over in 2012, it wasn't like that was a horrible team at the time. I mean, they missed the right. playoffs by like three games or something like that. It wasn't yeah, like Yeah, and they had some talent. Was trash. Yeah, yeah and, they, and you know. Yeah. And he was left with guys, you know, we, we named Marcus Simeon. He was left with him. He was left with Chris Sale. So it wasn't like he didn't have any elite talent on the roster to build around. He That's just right. wasn't able to do it. And the players That's that right. he took chances on, he took a chance on uh, LaRoche. That didn't pan out. Took yeah. a chance on several other guys. Rollins. Yeah, yeah, it, it, that didn't pan out. So the problem hey, lies but, uh, with Han, his ability to make uh, good baseball decisions. And we'll see, though. I mean, I, I think I really do think that this year is going to hinder on on Justin's guy, Mankata. I really do. I mean, you know where you're going to get <laughs> oh, out of <to> him. <laughs> no, I, I really do. I, I really do. I mean, it, it, it if. Listen, you know what you're going to get out of Tim Anderson. You know where you're going to get out of a brand. I, I know what I'm getting out of Makata too, a 180 hitter. It, Fuck I, you. I, and and I certainly hope not. I mean, it, it, listen, if if he if he hits 220 this year, the the White the White Sox it, as far as Angel wishing to, Mankata hit 220. See, see, that's that's the problem right there, Tommy. Oh, you're you're hoping he hits 220. You're hoping. I'm not, yeah, I'm, not, I'm certainly Yo, not. Kata, I'm certainly not you, when, see, this is the problem I have and Mac has, and Mac, I'll give Mac props. He said it years ago. When you look at Yoman Kata, he just oozes out everything you want in a fucking baseball player. You can look at this guy and you're like, holy fuck, that's a $100 million guy right there. That guy could be a star. But then he gets on the field and he's a V8 that runs on three cylinders. He's got five misfires. What, what? What is going on? There's no dog in him. There's no fire. He'd rather be making his stupid fucking music videos, worrying about everything else besides the field, partying at two in the morning, and no one's saying you can't do Male that. Male rompers. You're a grown-ass fucking man. You can do that, <laughs> please. But it, it, I, Yoman Kata. Hey, I agree. Is, I agree with you. I mean, listen. So frustrating. I, and then you got people on Twitter say he's a gold glove. He ain't ever been a finalist. He's not a gold glove. He does. Yoman Kata does nothing above average in the MLB. Nothing. He at best he is an uh, he is a solid player. His best thing he brings to a team. People could say his on base percentage. Well, his on base percentage this year is like one ninety. It's fucking terrible. I agree. Not, I, agree. I don't want to hear. Oh, he he had a he had a slow start injuries. The same people who said he had a slow start in injuries were the same ones jerking him off when he hit his two home runs a month. He fucking blew that wad in Charlotte, and then he came up here and couldn't do shit. So I the agree. excuses have to stop. Have to stop eventually. He's not that guy. If we he's just looked at look, if we just looked at Yoman Kata and said he's a solid player, people would not dog him because we know what he is. Well, then, then, then who is the guy that needs to step up? He's the uh, guy that needs to step up. He's the guy. 
that, that's, I mean, that's Tim, Ander- Tim Anderson said it last year. People didn't want to hear it. He said it. Yeah, I, that's and that's what I just said. I mean, when, I mean, when, it, when, I think when. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I'm just. And that, that's what I mean when I say the sock the sock season hinders on him. I, I, I mean, I mean that that I mean it, it's he is he is without a doubt the guy that needs to step up the most. I mean, and if he doesn't, and and he and he, and he continues, you know, if he hits two thirty with nine jacks and fucking 50 driven in. I mean, regardless of what kind of defense he Those plays. Those are Leary numbers, Tommy. That, that, that's right. That's that's my point. And and, and reg- well, where, where are we going to be at? I mean, you know is going to get hurt again. I mean, you know. There, there's there, there's a problem. There's a, And like Mac just brought it up. Last year when T.A. was asked who needs to step up, it was a fucking contero of a second. And T.A. Yeah. said yo-yo. I- immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's sad when your teammate goes Mankata immediately. You like, mean dude, Jordan Pippen? Yeah, like dude, <laughs> you 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 were literally looked at by every executive, every GM is like the next thing, and you just complete. You have one good year of 150 games, and you fucking have sucked every other time you stepped on a diamond. Well, the problem that is that was Han, Han. That was Han' biggest trade to kick off the rebuild was trading Chris Sale. For Michael yeah. Kopech, Yoan Moncada. Now people can say whatever and, they and want. Luis Pisabi. In all fairness, I will say this: he had to trade Chris Sale. No, he had to. He not really. Yes, I don't agree did. with that yes, thinking. Yes, I don't. But Sale did not want to play with us for one. No, he Sale never said it. he didn't want to play for us. Of Sale course, cut you're not up his public, Sale dude. cut up his jersey because he felt like the White Sox cared more about advertising than they did about winning. Which, which they if did. You look at which, it. Which they did. Which they hindsight twenty twenty. They did. Sale yeah. is a guy who's like this. This is this why I always tell you, Juniors is, is levels to this shit. Sale is a guy who believes in being great, and when yeah. he see nonsense that has nothing to do with greatness, it fucking offend him. A lot of players it okay. would offend. I'm collecting so- a check. So if you it know? offends him, don't you think he wants to get away from that? I don't think he wanted to get away. I just think he felt that shit was stupid so at then, the time. So and then he I made don't think point. I don't think you can sit here and say that bothers him. Shit, it yeah. sure looked like it because it pissed he, him he, off he, enough. I think he, it pit, it pissed him off enough to where he cut up all of his fucking teammates' jerseys and then signed them after. And now those teammates have those jerseys framed in their house. <laughs> it just shows the frustration <laughs> boiled over. It, it shows he cares. You know, yeah. it's fine. It I don't have nothing to do with. Him I not wanting to be can, here. I don't I think, think you, you look, if you have an ace, a superstar, a top I don't five believe on. in you getting rid of those guys. I don't believe in you ever saying you have to get rid of those guys. Because guess what? They haven't, in return for Makata, Kopech, they haven't got the value that they got from Chris Sale yet. I, I'd like to see, I'd like to see how many times. How, how many Kopech starts have we gotten out of, out of him? Probably how many more. how many Kopech starts have we gotten? I think what he had one his first year, and then oh, yeah, he had he had like four or five his first year until oh, he, yeah, tore his, yeah, four, I mean, yeah. he tore his he tore his he tore his UCL against UCL. The, the we'll we'll say twenty. We'll say twenty. So and and, and how many games he gotten out of Makata? Have you gotten two hundred? Oh yeah, you're probably around 400, 500 or so. Is, is it has it been that many games already? They started and played him. Listen, as, so, as much as I dog him over the last four. I think over the last four seasons, he's made he's played more games in the Sox uniform than anyone. So, Kopech has started yeah. sixteen games so far in his career. Sixteen games, sixteen games as a starter. 
And, and we, uh, we acquired him in 2016, right? We acquired him in, yeah, I believe it was 2016. December of 2016, yeah. yeah. Okay. That was the blockbuster trade. And you and no matter what White Sox fans say, they can talk all that old. N- neither one of them needs to be a superstar. They just need to be solid. That's bullshit. You needed somebody to replace. Oh, 100%. What you got one of from Chris Sale. Yeah. One one I'm of gonna them I'm going to tell y'all something. One of them right had now. to be great. One of them. I, let's just say Jacob DeGrom cut up some motherfucking Mets jerseys. Do you think the Mets trading him? Nah. Hell no. Nah. No, nah, they not getting Steve her. Steve Cohen would probably give him an extension. <laughs> that's, exactly. That's, that's the thing, like like um White Sox fans, they base their especially now it seems like. They're they base at least according to White Sox Twitter, they they base their who they like as a player on his political beliefs, one, or how the player looks. Yeah. It's not about production or what they do on the field. It's the same argument I make with these metric guys. Okay, he had a 4.8 war, whatever the fuck. How did that translate to victories? What was he doing in the game that changed games for the White Sox? He was walking. He was walking. That made it valuable for him to be on the team. Yeah, so so here's the the thing about that too, Mac. There's two ways of looking – there's two ways of watching a baseball game, all right? One, you you check your fan graphs before the game, and then you predict how a player is going to play, right? Mm-hmm. Or you watch a baseball game without any of the bullshit, and I could – like someone who watches baseball, you guys know baseball, right? You could sit there and watch a nine-inning baseball game and watch four or five at-bats and watch, a full, watch defense, everything, and I could tell you how that player contributed to the game. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and I, again, this is another thing with over the last f- five years too, where now every single player is, it, they, they don't even, they shouldn't even fucking play games anymore. It should just be a simulation for all these metric dudes. And they could just tell, they could tell you how he's going to, how he's going to fare, how many bombs he's going to hit and what's his, what's his fucking, you know, it'd be uh, basement baseball. That, that's right. And, and it, it's, it's absolutely bonkers to me again. The, I, I cannot watch another Yasmani Grandal at bat. I, I watched him bat lead off yesterday. I had motherfuckers I, on Bad Guy Radio tell us that Yasmani Grandal was better than Salvador Perez. What That's, you, what I, knew. What, That's what, what I knew. The world was over. On what planet? Because well, he is on base percentage. You know, they because, got because, because liberal planet. Listen, listen, listen. When, when, when Yasmani Grandal signed with the White Sox, I remember tweeting about it. I did not like it. I thought you could have allocated money somewhere else. I thought McCann was better than him. I still think McCann is better than him. Mm-hmm. And all I heard from White Sox fans, no, I'm not saying McCann is some all-world catcher, but all I heard from White Sox fan was, you are stupid. <laughs> He's the best framer in the game. Yep. As yep. If that means anything. And you know what? First of all, he can't fucking you- frame shit. He can't just stop a ball from getting past him. He can't call a fucking game. I saw enough in Houston to realize that this guy should not backstop another fucking game in the MLB. I had enough yeah. of it. Well, let he me say this. I was going to say. Let me say this. He's he not. He, James McCann not better, number one. No, no, no. No, no. But, but at the time. I had to, get, I had to correct that. Yeah. Number two, you seen in the 2020 season, the, the COVID year, you seen that he wasn't a good defensive back catcher. I mean, we had plenty of plays at the plate 
where it was like bases loaded, ball hit back to the pitcher. Couldn't catch the, the ball. The pitcher throw the I ball mean, to him, and he couldn't even make a simple catch. We've seen that yeah. several times. We've seen plenty of important pass balls get by where he just simply misses it. We know he can't block, which means runners advance easily. And we know he's not a great thrower of the baseball as far as throwing guys out. And you can blame the pitchers, uh, the timing and all that. But, no, Grandel is just not great at throwing guys out. Uh, it wasn't like the Brewers was bagging for his services to come back to the team. It wasn't, nope. it wasn't like the Dodgers was head over heels that they missed Grandel. They benched him in the uh, playoffs because he had two yep. important Will, pass balls in that. Yeah. So, and Austin Barnes. I, I, like, I like Grandel because he could get on base. But I I wasn't a fan as far as, like, it was overly important because his base running skills are nil. They don't exist. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it, it, it's, it's like how much value that's is why, he to a baseball why, that's team? That's why I have a problem with war at times. And, Mac, you say it all the time how it's very subjective. You cannot sit here and tell me a Yasmani Grandal walk is equivalent to a Tim Anderson walk, you can't. No, a you Tim can't. Anderson walk. A Tim Anderson walks a double. Yeah. Well, it's not even that. It's not even. It's not even that. It's a double. It's the fact of Tim Anderson's going to get on first via four balls. Yep. And now that goes, pitcher's now that pitcher's got to think. Fuck. This guy could take second at any time. Exactly. Rondall gets yep. on first. You're not even looking back at him. No. No. Like that. No, that is no. my problem with it. And, and that is why war, it, to me, I don't give a fuck what anyone says, is a stupid metric. It's very subjective. You know, it, it's so frustrating. I'm not a war guy. I can say I say it can be useful. It does. It, have, it sure can. It, it does have some issues, though. I mean, you can go look at. Uh, you can go look at. I always use the the Dante Bichette, Dante Bichette as an example. Go look at his numbers and go look at what they say his war was. And then yep. you'll, you'll look at his war, and then you'll look at fucking Grandel war, and they'll be like, Grandel got a higher war than Dante Bichette. He's a better player than Dante Bichette. You know Bichette. what's no, that's bullshit. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, you know like, what? Like, like, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just saying, Mac, Mac just brought up the argument. I mean, you just – I think I think it was uh, Barstool Carl who just tweeted that out. And, and and he tweeted. He hey, goes, Carl okay, was so, going nuts on Grandal the last and, and, and he was and he wasn't wrong. Like, how good of a player can you be for for three teams to pass up on you? Yeah, and let you walk. And it wasn't a bidding war because if it was no, a no, bidding no, war, the White Sox wouldn't have got him. Yeah, we were the only bidder, and we gave him seventy two mil. Yeah, I mean, you know. I you think, know. like I said, and then it was a great article. I wish I could find that article, but I forget the name of it. But it was a great article <laughs> written about Grandel when the White Sox signed him. And the article said that it was a huge divide between what the metrics community thought and what baseball insiders thought. Yeah. Baseball yeah. insiders did not like, did not like Grandel, and the metrics community loved Grandel. Loved him. And it yeah. was a huge divide about it. You know. And he's also a pussy. I mean, I, I, I know Justin and I were talking about this the other day, but I, with that little spat he had with Donaldson at the dish, I'm just telling you, any any catcher with a set of stones knocks Donaldson out. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, I, I don't think I, I, remember, I, don't, I don't know about that. I don't know. Y'all about don't that. remember the play with uh, Carlos Gomez and Brian McCann? Like oh, Gomez fucking pimped the home run, and McCann met him at the plate. 
Like it yeah. was on site. Like motherfuckers on site. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to sit here. I'm not. I'm not going to sit here. I disagree with that. I, I don't think Yasmani should have fucking just decked him right in the face. But I, I respect the Grandal for what he did. Stuck up for his fucking teammate. And then when it all came out of what he actually said and it all made sense, it's like, okay, I, I don't hate what Grandal did. He's sticking up for his fucking teammate. I it was, you had a chance to win that game, if I'm not mistaken. Why are you going to fucking throw, punch him in the face and get kicked out of the game when we can use you or whatever? I, I don't well, agree. Well, we, so we, McGur- we got McGuire. Yeah. McGuire. Yeah, we're we're not going to use them. I I think I think the only the, the only use that Grandal has is a nice one two punch Donaldson's jaw. But I mean, what do His I know? His war would have went up if he would have socked Donaldson. <laughs> I'm just messing around, but yo, so Tommy, I was uh, arguing with Mac yesterday because he's one of them old motherfuckers who don't change. Uh, he was like, "I'm not betting no catcher lead off." Yada, yada, yada. I'm like, hold on, Mac. There's catchers in the league that are athletic enough, make enough contact to where they could benefit from the league. Our boy Dalton Varsho, uh, Tommy, how you yeah. like him in the leadoff spot? He's yeah. a dog. Yeah, yeah. well, da- Dalton Varsho is an athlete who happens to catch. That's the only difference. Because, yeah. listen, it, Dal- Dalton's a good dude. I-, I-, I know him a little bit. He He's a guy that I was hoping the Sox would take at some point. It's I, I was hoping that they'd find a way to draft him, but um he that dude that dude is a stud i mean the 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 guy could the guy could play second base for he could probably play shortstop if you want him to um but that guy i i would i would pay a zillion dollars to have him bat lead off for the white Sox. but he could play catcher he could play center field he could dh you could put him at second and he could do it well it's the only the only only kicker is mac is right i mean on the whole I mean, he, he's. Oh, you're one of those people. Yeah. Well, who who else? I'll bet Wilson Contreras, JT Real Muto. It's a couple R- of catchers I could lead off with. Uh, you could lead off Real Muto, possibly. Um, but those guys, those guys driving, they they have they have too much power, I think, to 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 bat him lead off. But Grandal's fucking slow bat batting lead off. I, Dude, Mac loved Grandal leading off. Yeah, no, I did not like Grandal leading off last, last yesterday. Don't tell that lie. Yeah, I, I, I lie to everybody. I, 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 I did not. I said it sarcastically. I, the guy, the guy took ninety five down the deck three pitches in a row to lead oh, off the game. Is that when he had the three zero count? I think. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Three three zero. Mister, 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 Mister takes the best at bat and gets on base. Three zero and then fucking strikes out swinging. And then some some guy on uh, on White Sox Twitter always be arguing with me. Grandel has a great approach. How the fuck? What what great approach? What's 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 so? He goes from zero to three strikes quicker than anybody. That's a great approach, huh? You know, you know what's funny is that 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 I, I guarantee you, whoever that person was. We'll we'll say that Grandal had a fantastic approach while while miss while swinging under three fastballs, chest yeah, high. Yeah, because right? you know or, what they're going to say. Look at his look <laughs> at his um, I don't know some number they pull out their ass. Look at his vision right. rate. It's seventy five percent. Look at his. Hey, look at all good at Look at his frame strike. Look at his look at his swing rate out of the zone. It's ninety five percentile. Look at his. Look they're, at his they're ability. Gonna some fucking, like just, they're they're going to make up some vision rate, vision rate out of zone. Like, yeah, look at, look, at, look, at, look at his ability to take 
fastballs right down the he middle. He takes of the strike two better Come than anybody on, in the league. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's just, yeah. At some me, point, me, it get to be don't even make sense. You know what I mean? Me, meanwhile, like meanwhile, Abreu has been on a, on a tear the last two weeks, right? I, I I opened up Twitter after I saw Abreu grounded out and with bases oh my loaded. God, bro! And, and 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 people are like, "Well, well, that wasn't his pitch." I said, "Okay, so." Why? Why wasn't his pitch right? Bro. Like, I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe he took a passive swing at the baseball, or, or, or what? Whatever your opinion is as, as a fan, but what, how do you know that that wasn't his pitch? How do you know that wasn't his approach? I mean, people I mean, got to realize we just, one thing we were, about we Abreu. Talking. It's like uh, Abreu when he gets into trouble is because he knows if he doesn't do something. That's then right. It's not that's right. Happen. He's been that player, and that's yeah, the he's been thing. That player for six years, exactly. Yeah, and that's years. and that's yeah. the thing. Like number guys don't understand <clears throat> or pay attention to, right? Yep. Abreu is not Grandel. He's not no. happy with a walk because he knows he, that does nothing for his team. He knows yep. him walking with bases loaded may may it may score a run, but they what's the, the likelihood? Of the exactly. guy behind it may, it may, him, it may score a run in that inning, but it also may end the but, inning two pitches later. Yeah, but exactly. what's the guy? Exactly right. What's the guy exactly. but likely? Uh, the likelihood of the guy behind him at this point you know, doing anything just, good? So he want to put the game in his hand. That's the that's the human element of the game. You know, yeah, we, we were just we, we were just talking not, about it an hour ago. Someone, someone had said how Abreu has to quit grounding into these double plays or inning inning you know ground balls. It's like, dude, they pitch him low and away. They know how to fucking pitch him. What do you want him to do? And his uh, his uh, his rebuttal to that was, oh, hit it to the opposite field, bro. You think it's just that easy, just to fucking blue point <laughs> into fucking right field? Hey, like, yeah, like I, come I on, swing with circle instead of X, Junior. Yeah, you know yeah. what we should do. You know what we should do with with White Sox Twitter is we should we should find a uh, a batting cage, a local batting cage where everyone can meet up, and we'll put it on. We won't even put it on super. Fast. We'll put it on just fast. Seventy. And I want to give. I want to give every one of these motherfuckers a helmet, and, and some, and probably some catcher's gear too, because I know they're going to get smoked with the baseball. They're not even getting batting gloves because they could piss on their no. fucking hands. Yeah, it, it, yeah, but Moises Alou style. Yeah. Uh, but, but listen, what, what one of these guys try to hit sixty-five miles an hour, they can't do it. Now you're going to tell you're going to tell somebody that you know Jose Abreu's got got to fend off a, a, a ninety-five mile an hour sinker. He should lift it. See, see, Tommy, he should Tommy, lift Tommy, it as see, if Tommy, it's you easy just, to. You just, you just get said it right balls, there. You know, you just said it right there because you said ninety-five mile power sinker movement on the ball. These yeah, motherfuckers yeah. in a batting cage are just expecting a seventy mile power fastball. Yeah. They couldn't hit a seventy mile power fucking curveball. No, no, no. I played baseball my whole life and I couldn't hit shit. So, you, you're I mean, talking about one of the greatest run producers in the past six years. That's. Uh, Six seven yeah. years. That's what a brain. He's up there with Nolan Arenado. Yeah. He's up there with, it, it, with, it, with these dudes. You know, it's like, uh, ridiculous, man. You know the yeah. the way they talk, it, it makes no sense. You know. Meanwhile, I was just telling somebody this year, yesterday. Grandel was the best player on the team last year, according to a lot of these guys. The brain wow. was absolutely just in decline and suck. And yep. now. Look at look at what Abreu's doing. He's he's probably at the end of the year he's gonna be close to his. He's gonna have his thirty home runs. He's gonna have his hundred RBIs, and he's gonna be batting in. around yep. some somewhere like two eighty. Yep, to three hundred. That's right. That's his Every normal. Year. That's his normal 
Yeah, uh, but you routine. know what they'll say about that? You know what they'll say about that? Yeah, but look, him him sucking the first six weeks of the season is the reason we didn't win the division or the reason we didn't win the wild card or some shit like that. That's what they'll say. Well, that ain't, that ain't, uh, that ain't, in that case, then, what you gonna say about Grande on my Carter then, if that's <laughs> That's when they pull some bullshit fucking metric out of their ass. Well, they definitely yeah. will. They good at pulling them. They Fuck. good at pulling them. What's your Cuban war? Yeah. <laughs> Cuban war? Yeah. Cuban war. Your sea war? Well, at least Yasmani Grandal was better than Yonder Alonso. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, you know he. I, I, I was listening to a game the other day. He's actually he's actually pretty good play by play or or, or color guy. Actually. I think he does it for Apple, right? Yeah, you know, no, he was he was on YouTube. Um, YouTube, that's what it was YouTube. Yeah, 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 I was I was watching like a a Rockies. I think it was like a whatever Rockies like fucking. You know, all that, all that okay. fat motherfucker had to do. All that fat motherfucker had to do was get his brother in law to come fucking. You still heard about he'd that? Be, he'd he'd be a top five White Sox of all time. Yonder Alonzo will be a top five yeah, all time if he just got Machado here. I'll tell you that much. Hell, damn right he would. Fuck I, I saw, I saw Manny, I saw Manny walk into, you know, in, into guaranteed right field Did with you? his with his P coat on. Yeah, it was, uh, how, it was pretty cool. How hard was your dick? Uh, I, I, I couldn't measure it really. I mean, it was cold outside, but because uh, I'm gonna uh, tell you what, uh, I was, at least I was you're sitting, honest, Tommy. I was sitting in my yeah. nice heated house, and I'm gonna tell you what, my dick was fucking through the I, roof. So, so I, I used to work. I worked at the Sox from twenty um, seventeen to twenty twenty, and uh, we. T- I took a lunch and I was walking around the concourse because I knew he was there, and they had they had some signage up on all the all the all the um, scoreboards, the um, on the uh, what do they call those stupid the pinwheels? They spelt out Machado on there and then had him in a Sox uniform. It was fucking dope. It was You're gonna make me cry, man. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I, turned, I, 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 I remember back to that off season. What really got me, man, and Bryce Harper is my favorite player. I have a, a weird. I love fetish. Bryce. I have a weird fetish for him. I named my son after Bryce Harper. Like it's it's fucking weird, right? When I saw the shit at the United Center, that with the Jordan statue, and then it said "Welcome to Chicago, number thirty-four, Bryce Harper." That's when I lost my shit. That poor guy oh, got man. fired. That that's poor when, guy who took the pictures got fired. Yes, that I lost my fucking shit. Yeah. And then when it all came full circle, and that was like part of like the hype video they had for him or whatever. And it was just like, I, I know like Justin always gives me shit. I will never get over that because I truly think if you get one of those players, like you are putting the White Sox on the fucking map and. Oh god, it fucking pisses me off. And then, like back to Machado, like I've lit. I, I had a guy literally two, three weeks ago. I was telling Justin about it. I got an argument. Dude literally said he's happy we didn't get Machado, so we didn't have to spend that money. We saved it, and we have the better player at third base. And I'm like, excuse me, like no, no, we don't. No, we don't. Rick Hunt literally wanted the better player, and he said, "Fuck you." Like it makes no sense to me. That's 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 yeah, absolutely. I don't nuts. see how Machado is better. Manny Machado is off to one of the best starts of his career. Still raking the ball they eight was weeks lo- in. They was, fucking... at, they was looking at war when they said that. I mean, Machado right. had a higher war than Machado last year, but he still wasn't the better player or the more impactful player. You know what I mean? You got to think. You getting a you getting a two forty two fifty average. You getting fourteen home runs. You getting a 
Three forty on base percentage. Yeah, I mean that's that's a two fucking, gold chains, like three hamstring injuries, a wrist injury. Like if 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 it's if that nothing like that slash line screams needle move. I mean that's that's a needle moving slash line. When you <laughs> screams think. needle dick. That's yeah, what you, it screams. You, you slugging uh, four twelve. Hey, Manny, Manny, Manny Machado batting average probably higher than Moncada's OPS right now. I think he's hitting three sixty. Yeah, yeah, it's probably higher than his OPS. Hey, yeah, hey, I mean, Justin. It's, it's... Justin, would you who would you rather have on, on this year's White Sox team? Last year's Joel Moncada or last year's Jimer Candelario? Last year's Candelario, because we was just a couple hits away from doing better than we did last year. Even though Moncada is a better glove guy, yeah, better yeah. music videos, but the candy man can swing the goddamn stick. And I'm did, didn't, didn't he lead the league in doubles last year? I think so. Here's my question. It's June 1st. What do you do in June or July 30th and 31st? Dude, that's what I'm I, I don't know. Because I, I don't because know. you can't like I, f- I saw people and it was a it was a good thought. Like I saw people say you go out there and maybe you see what you can get like okay, like a Lucas Giolito, he ain't resigning here in two years. No, I think we and I, quite frankly, who are you gonna but, who do you want to spend it, that money on? Cease or Giolito? But here's the thing. If you trade Lucas Giolito, you might be kicking the curb on next year as well. Honestly. Well, if you move on you Giolito, you gotta consider moving on, on Lynn. If you move on Giolito, you gotta think about moving on Eloy as well. They not they not making they not doing no surrender trade especially yeah, I, no I, that's the thing they're not I, 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 I don't think I don't the, I don't uh, think they're going to trade any of their pieces away that they think can win them a ring I don't think they do that no, they but just, I also they not the going to do it it would it would destroy any it would destroy any money that they will make in the stands this year like White Sox fans like White Sox fans already pissed it would it would, the, the the level of of Angriness will be at all time high. Like it would, it people would be just wouldn't go. Yeah, than the, I mean, the white flag trade years ago. Like, they, they, they would do. They would do exactly what the Oakland A's fans are doing. Yeah. They just straight up would not they, go. They wouldn't go, bro. They not. They yeah. not going to surrender. As no. The no. thing is, though, they in this weird place <laughs> where it's going to be hard for them to add any significant piece because one hundred percent because they have their their minor league system. It's not it's depleted. It's depleted. Yeah, it's not really that great unless you're I mean, going to give up. Coastal, I mean, Coastal Montgomery is probably maybe yeah, the you, hottest prospect if, they got right now. If you know? if you if you're going to go out there and let's say, you know, you fucking DFA or maybe you even trade Josh Harrison, you know, to try to get a solidified second baseman. I mean, you're probably trading Harrison, Montgomery. No one's Coles. taking Harrison. You know, no, I know, I know, but like you would, you would probably DFA him. But uh, I mean, just any position. You want a starter? You want a right fielder? You want a second baseman? Did, does Adam Engel have any trade value? I don't think so. No, it doesn't matter. If, mean, if, if, you're, if, you, if, if you're if you're if you're if you're wanting to bring Adam Engel and Alex Caruso are the same player. <laughs> only thing they could get an they could get a only way they could get an elite player in return it would have to be like a Vaughn. Vaughn would have to be included yeah, that, in anything. Yeah. Yeah, and, I'll trade Vaughn and, and keep my and, fucking window open. And if you tra- if you trade Navon, me too. You would you would have to be getting somebody back like shit. I, I mean, the name would have to be it would have to be a ridiculous name. You know what I mean? I mean, are you are you asking for like a are you asking for like a Machado type player if you trade Vaughn? You would have to get a Machado type player back, especially with 
you see he can hit in the major leagues. It's not like this guy can't hit in the major leagues. You see that. The thing is, is how much power Vaughn will have and how much, how much of a good average you, you could uh, get out of him. Like, okay, so what is Vaughn? Is Vaughn a 30-home run hitter? We don't know. We do know he could probably be a 270 to 300 hitter. We just don't know how much actual power Vaughn will have in the league as far as how much he'll be able to slug. We also don't know, I mean, how his OPS will be. So it's like the power is the only thing you can say you really don't know what you're going to get from Vaughn on, but you do know that he's a professional big league hitter. So if you trade him, you will have to get something back that is enormous, bro. Like you would, you would have to get, I, I don't even know. You would have to get like a, uh, the shortstop for the Red Sox back. Uh, Bogarts. Bogarts. Oh, Bogarts. You would have Bogarts. to get you would have to get something like that back. But Bogarts wouldn't take us over the top like that to make an Andrew. No, Bogarts he just shirt. said he just said a player. I'm just saying of, of the that type stature. of player you would have to get back if you you get a Rafael Devers back. You won't get you a would, Bogarts no. back. You would need a you, no. you would need you you would need that's the type of name you would need if you trade a Vaughn. You would need yeah, a I Devers. Think. Now, now here's the play. thing: if if you're trading the Red a Vaughn, Sox, would definitely trade Vaughn for Devers right now. If, if you, the, Red, the Red the Red Sox wouldn't though. If they would, if, if you're tra- if if you're trading a Vaughn who has what is it five more years of control, including this year, I mean, fuck, you're not looking for a Red. I mean, the, contr- the control don't matter, Junior, because you have to think about like it's like the White Sox went, and this is a fan term I fucking hate window. Uh, Opportunity to win, the window, window of uh, the wall, of baby. opportunity of winning. That's all. That's that's bullshit. Because in sports, it's year to year, and you don't know how each player is gonna perform, and you don't know their motivation. So his contract or how many years you got him for really don't matter. No, but I think it matters to a team that's rebuilding, who has a star that they know in two years he's not going to be part of the team. Andrew Vaughn for uh, Juan Soto type Mac. That's oh, I said Nationals are going to be rebuilding. I'll tell you what, man. The if Nationals Washington, lie to us every day on social if media. Washington, if Washington, Juan Soto. Called, bitch, please. If Washington, whoever the GM over there is, called fuck Rizzo. Me. Rizzo, yeah. Mike, is it Mike Rizzo? Yeah, bald Mike head Rizzo. Mike Rizzo. Bald head motherfucker. If that motherfucker <laughs> called Rick Hahn and said, "Hey, Andrew for Juan," I'm. A, you know what I'm saying, boys? Y'all know my saying. I'm driving that motherfucker to O'Hare. Vaughn, put your fucking seatbelt on. Bye, bye, buddy. And I now have my fucking right fielder, center field, left field. You can put any fucking outfield position you want, but do it all. Do it. I I, I think I've watched – I've tried to watch Juan Soto play as much as I can. And uh, I know know Rizzo just came out this morning and said, you know, they were never going to trade Juan Soto. Yeah, okay. I watched him play Juan Soto today. I've never seen a guy – I've never seen him – care so little about playing baseball before. Yeah. And like I said, I've, I've, I've watched him play the hundreds of games. He looked like he did. He wanted no part of being on that field with the, with the nationals today. I mean, at all. It was, it was crazy. Bad. Cause, cause he's, he's, I mean, I'm okay. So let's, let's just hypothetically speak. Right. You, but you base the trade around Andrew Vaughn and Juan Soto. Right. And then we go back to the whole control thing. Like I just said, He's he's under team control. Soto is through twenty twenty four. You're gonna have to send more Cole than back. you're gonna have to send Vaughn, Colas, Montgomery. I, I mean, you're sending another. No, it'll him. be another big league guy. It'll have it have to be another big league guy. I don't think he parts with Michael Kopech. 
No, I know, I know, but I'm just telling you that's. I mean, oh, what about Giolito? I mean, the Nationals liked him at Bye-bye. one point. You can have him, Bye-bye. right? I, I agree. Giolito and Andrew Vaughn for Juan Soto. <laughs> that ain't gonna happen, but <laughs> it won't. It won't. But I, I, I think the Nationals would still tell you no. Yeah, yeah. I think I think they'd say no too. Honestly. Well, this is a man's world, so I mean, you you keep offering them trades until they submit. Yeah, you you do what I do on, on you, yeah you you do the uh, you do what I do in fantasy football. You just keep offering. Hey man, that's hey 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 you say that and say what you want, but that's what Kenny Williams did in two thousand eight when he got or seven whatever it was when he got fucking Jake Peavy two thousand nine. That motherfucker <laughs> just didn't stop. He goes, no, Jake Peavy's going to be on the south side, whether you fucking south side like spam for Jake. And Peavy, that man baby. just kept sending trade at the trade at the trade. Eventually, Jake said, you know, what? fucking I'm over this. Did you yeah, did you see Jake Peavy pitched in uh, the Savannah Bananas game with it with his gold glove? Really? Yeah. yeah, dude, he wore his he brought his gold glove out to the mound and, and tried to wear it. I mean, he, his actual gold glove. What the fuck? I know yeah, the man. guy. The guy's a maniac. I love Jake. Oh my Peavy. God, he did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What an what an what an animal. Yeah, I need to go to one of those games. By the way, that's that shit. After after smoking a blunt or two would be absolutely insane. Hey so, man, I'd say what you want, oh, Jake yeah. PV. Those years we had him when he was actually decent. Those he was tough. He's he a was tough pitcher, tall, man. man. He was good. He was good, yeah. man. Had a little bit of emotion too. You know? Who was better, Jake PV in the Sox uniform or Lucas Giolito? Uh, Giolito. Giolito. No, Giolito. I'll trade Edwin Jackson's first like half year <laughs> with us for anybody. He's better than I think. Kopech I think now. Edwin Jackson's got me blocked on Twitter. Actually, why? I, I don't know. He's Mike Marcus Stroman's got me blocked too, and I never, I, I never no, tweeted that's normal. that. He's a pussy, dude. He, he fucking. I, I don't know why. I, I went, I went, and I clicked on his Twitter, and I was blocked. I'm like, dude, I, I don't think I ever talked shit about him. <laughs> I know the exact tweet Marcus Stroman blocked me on. It's because I said he's a three on a rebuilding Cubs team. And that was the last tweet I was able to see from him. He's a fucking, he's a fucking, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. He's a, he is a three on a rebuilding Cubs team. He's a three on any team he's been on. Dude, he's such a bitch. Yeah, man. Durag's too fucking tight. That's why I want him to lose every fucking start he can. He said the Durag's too tight. (laughs) Yeah, man. Big little man syndrome. Oh, my God. <clears throat> you used to love the man. Now you're going to sit on here and dog him. Yeah. Times have changed, old man. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. You a trip. It doesn't matter. He disrespected me. Well, Like, I'm not even blocked by Steve Stone, and I say some outlandish shit. I love Steve Stone, man. Yeah. He's an old guy. I, I, he he he's he's one of the most intelligent people I've listened to in the in the it, when he's in the when he's in the booth. As far as baseball is concerned, I I can't, I can't get enough of that guy. I agree, one hundred percent. He's a pussy. Fuck him. He's got me blocked. <laughs> you deserve no, it. You're he, a communist. He, he and he Fuck on him. Twitter and he in the booth are two different human beings. Though he's a psycho. Bro, on he he blocked me after I told him he this was is like, not a democracy. He was he was saying something, <laughs> something was going on with the Sox like two years ago where they were just in like a bad streak and like he would not say like something bad about a certain player. And I think it was Zach Collins, actually. Yeah, it was Zach Collins because it was the year they did that stupid little fucking dance, him and Danny Mendick after games. Yeah. And so so that's the best thing about Zach Collins career. So 
I had made a comment to him, like, you know, you don't dog him even though he sucks, but I get it because last time you said some bad shit about your place of employment, you came to work the next day and you were unemployed. And he <laughs> talked shit about the Cubs, and he didn't like that. He blocked me, so fuck him. He's a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> he, he literally said that Lurie Garcia shouldn't be on the White Sox. I like, like, I like Steve Stone. I, Did Steve he say that? Good. When did he say that? He It was a response to somebody. He's like, he's like, uh, yeah, is Lurie good enough to be starting, and is he good enough to be on the team? And he just said, no, no. And that was it. Jesus. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. Steve? Yeah, Steve's Steve, Dillon. It's like two, three Steve, weeks ago. Three weeks Steve's ago. at the age where he just don't give a fuck anymore. He doesn't like, care. He wants to yeah, He never goes to Toronto. He never calls games in Toronto. He's never called a game in Toronto. Junior, Junior wants everybody to talk bad about the players he dislikes. If he don't like a player, he wants to. Who? What, what players? Well, he was actually glad Dylan. It came out that Dylan Cease was unvaccinated, so he could say <laughs> Dylan Cease a piece of shit. I was everybody I was rooting for Dylan Cease. Cease. I was happy for Dylan Cease. What the fuck? Yeah. Hey, hey, I I got a funny story about Dylan Cease. Actually, he uh, so so I grew up. Uh, uh, I was born and raised on in Mount Greenwood on the South Side. Then I I moved to Lockport with my yeah, family. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, and. Uh, and and there's a there's a, a big like forest preserve called Delwood Park in Lockport. And uh my buddy, my buddy uh is there walking his dog. He was across the street and he sees Dylan Cease fucking frisbee golfing with a bunch of stoners. When you were down... younger? No dude, this is like two years ago. Oh, I was gonna say, why the fuck's Dylan Cease in Lockport when he's no 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 D- Dylan <laughs> Dylan Dylan Cease is like an avid an avid golfer, dude. Yeah, I know, yeah. And he just he just goes out. I mean, they had a game that night. He just at, at like noon. He just frothed and then just went back and you know whatever. <laughs> I wish. I wish. I swear to God. <laughs> well, I would like to. Uh, you know, we come to the end of the show. I would like to hear you guys' uh, predictions of the rest of June for the White Sox. We'll start with uh, Junior first. <laughs> I'm 100% surprised they were 500 over 500 in May. I don't think many people realize that they were 15 and 11. Um, I'm not trolling when I say this. The fact that at one point, two days ago, this team was 500, I'm not a fan of him, but you got to give Tony LaRusso some kind of credit because this fucking man somehow has this trash ass team winning games when they, when they shouldn't. Um, but for June, I mean, the schedule is still tough. Um, but like we said, it's it's gonna get easier hopefully and the twin schedule will get harder. I, I do think in the month of June they uh they they I hope they turn it around, but at least, I, I do think they'll be over five hundred for the month that is. Hmm. I'm gonna be uh Junior, you're a little optimistic. I'm 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 shocked on that. Let me let me hear what you gotta say, Jess. I'm fucking mind blown, Junior. You got the glass half full tonight, <laughs> boys. I'm not gonna lie. But from now until July 7th, the only week team we play is the Detroit Tigers. Um, we well, that's three wins win. right there, man. That's three wins right there. But then you got to think about it. That's if we're playing normal, Junior. We've been subpar. Okay. 80% All right. Let me, I'm, I'm going to cut you off really quick. All right. We can, let's, let's say we can win tomorrow, right? Two o'clock game. We, we can win tomorrow. Selvin uh-huh. something of a three-game series. And we got Tampa. We beat Tampa back in Chicago. Granted, we got to go to Tampa. Against the Dodgers, I'm predicting we're getting three-game swept. That's just me. Book then you got sweet. Texas. Then you got Texas. Then you got Detroit. Houston, you're probably going to get dicked down. Then you got Toronto coming here. And then you got a four-game series with Baltimore, and then it ends with the Angels. 
is not that hard of a month. It's really like you, you got some teams in there that are probably going to fuck you up, but you also got some teams. That Baltimore is included in that team. I know because that's that's, that's going to be the team that finishes fourth in the AL East. You're a sick pig. Hey, man. I just hope that the White Sox stay afloat the next month. June, it's not looking good. We're going we're gonna to get killed by Toronto. I don't see us winning 90 games anymore. All those people that took 90 games. I took the under. For the White Sox. You're a smart under. man, Tommy. It's over. Blow the team up in July. Start over. 91 and a half. Took the under. You are a fucking terrorist. You know that? A fucking terrorist. I, I, are you I'm talking honest to me? with you. No. I, I am. Fucking Tom Cruise over here, ugly motherfucker. <laughs> <I was> just... <laughs> Listen, I'm looking at the schedule, right? They're, they're, they're not winning the until reinforcements come. When, when does Lynn come back? Uh, next week sometime. Okay. I, listen, they're, 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 they're going to junior. Yeah. I would say, I would say the, yeah, I was muted. I would say the Rangers series is when he comes the, back. So the, next week. The, so they're, they're going to lose the Rays series. They're going to lose the Dodger series. The, I, I, if he lines up with the Rangers, he'll have a revenge start. Maybe they could beat the, you know, they could win the Rangers series. That's one. They'll win the Tigers series. Toronto again, Tommy. Yep, yep. They're going to lose the Astros series. They're going to lose the Blue Jays series. They're going to split the Orioles. And who fucking knows when it comes to Los Angeles? It's going to be it's going to be a mess. From the Houston series to the end of the month when we play the Angels, you also got to yep. think That's you'll have twelve games in a row. You'll have you'll have, uh, you'll have TA back for that uh, that Blue Jays series. Yep, and probably Eloy. I mean, yep. Um, and and, and but, Justin Justin's lover boy, fucking Moncada. Yeah, yeah. Unless he gets Cebolla hurt again, and he Tevias, can't play because right? he's got a fucking sliver in his thumb. Cebolla cuando te vayas, as Joan Mercado would say. What's that even mean? I suck dick uh, at before baseball. Before you leave, before you leave, <laughs> yeah, before you leave. Yeah, mm-hmm. suck dick before you leave. That's right. Well, I, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. I mean, sure, whatever, whatever you got to do, I guess. But... <laughs> <laughs> Mac, what do you got? I'm finishing. Uh, I'm trying to see where you guys going, but uh. <laughs> Let me uh below five hundred for me. That's that's what I meant to say. <laughs> but June, I don't, I don't, I, I don't see them being below five hundred. I'm gonna be honest. You got a, enough guys coming back where they should be above five hundred. It's not really that tough of a schedule either. I mean, I know you guys named the Rays and the Dodgers and the Blue Jays again, but White Sox are just like. Undermanned a little bit right now. I mean, if you look at the the lineups we throwing out there, you have Burger today, Sheets. Uh, well, was Sheets in the lineup today? Uh, it was, yes. Yeah, okay, yes. you have Burger today, Sheets. Um, if you look at it, that, that's like rebuild lineup, really, with, with the exception of uh, Robert Abreu, Pollock. I mean, I mean, honestly, uh, the 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 team they put out there today that reminded me of like 2019 White Sox. Like yeah. we got a few, we got a few pieces, and here's our fucking just hey, put a player here, exa- put a player here. Exactly. That's that's my point. Is you look at the uh, lineup, it's, it's lackluster, really, uh, especially with all your guys hurt. So I think it's enough guys to come back where they should be above. 500 this month. I mean, they, they started off with an L, of course, today. But I, I expect them to get better. Uh, the thing is about the White Sox that people need to talk about more is the fact it's an organizational problem. So.
somewhere on this team. As far as you have guys who seem to come here and they forget how to play fundamental baseball. When Nick Madrigal got drafted, everyone raved about his glove. Everyone raved about his baseball IQ, his running bases ability. He get on the White Sox, all of a sudden, his glove takes a little bit of a dive. His base running ability, his baseball IQ takes a little bit of a dive. You look at Danny Mendick, who comes up from the system, and look, he's making horrible base running mistakes. You look at the miscues of this team in general, that shows you it's an organizational problem as far as teaching guys how to play fundamental baseball. And that starts in the farm system. That starts in uh, rookie ball. That starts in instructional league. That starts in uh, single A, double A, triple A. These guys should be learning how to play fundamental baseball. And personally, they should have learned when they was in high school and even in little league as well. But that's going to be a huge issue for our team as far as winning. If you can't do the little things as far as moving guys over, if you can't do uh, situational hitting, if you can't make just a smart, uh, simple baseball play as far as hitting the cutoff man or not running into outs when your guy can score because Mendick cost us a, a, a chance at a game yesterday. That's a that's an L, an unnecessary L that we took just off dumb baseball IQ. And that's not being talked about enough. And that starts at the top. What the fuck is Rick Hahn doing? It's time that people take a good look at fucking Rick Hahn. What is he doing to improve this organization? The All of the talent he have, uh, has accrued has, has come through trading other people, major pieces like Chris Sale and some of the other guys. If you look at his drafting record, not too great. Vaughn looking decent this year. So at what point do you look at Han and you say, you know what? This guy is not good at running a major league organization. Yep. And it's, it's time for fingers to start to be pointed at Han because if you look at the results, it's not great. I mean, he's been here since 2012. He's had... Uh, two playoff appearances, I believe, uh, two winning seasons. So, I mean, the record speaks for itself, and we always talk about results. And if you look at the players he, he's accumulated in some of the huge trades, when you're talking about uh, Moncada and Kopech, I mean, the jury is still out on Kopech, but we pretty much know what we got in Moncada. We know we got a, a, a solid uh, defender, but we know we don't really have too much with the bat. He's not really going to slug. He's not really going to hit for average. And, yeah, maybe he can take some walks and get on base at a, a 34% clip. But, I mean, for trading Chris Sale, that's not really saying much when that's what you get back in return. You didn't really get a major guy who can move the needle in return for a guy in Chris Sale who went to the Red Sox and won the World Series and closed out a damn World Series game. And at the time you traded him, was a top five pitcher. That's what you have. You know, so you have to look at the man up top. You have to stop, you know, 
taking the easy route and just blaming Tony Larusa because he's the unpopular guy for whatever reasons. You, you know, you hate him, you dislike him as politics or whatever the case may be. You have to start looking at Han and you have to start looking at some of your favorite players. Grandel is playing like ass. Mankata, <laughs> it's not elite. Uh, old trusty, who y'all can't wait to fucking throw the dirt on his grave. He's performing well. Tim Anderson, he's out there hustling hard, playing hard, unfortunately got injured. Vaughn looking decent, but your two major guys that you guys love, that you guys go to bat for, that anytime somebody uh, say something about him, you go crazy. You writing 12-page letters on why this, why you shouldn't be talking about this guy. It's time to question Grandel. It's time to question uh, Moncada. It's time to question Rick Hahn. Rick Hahn, two big free agent signings so far. You could say one is definitely a dud in Dallas, and Grandel seems like he might not make it through the final two years of his contract, giving us, giving us meaningful production. So start pointing the finger at the right people and stop saying the same shit. And with that being said, bad guy radio out.